Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money. We like that. All in one place for totally free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your cellular telephone or your computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else, those other places that podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify, and when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free. Zero catch. We've been using it ever since we started How Long Gone. And ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like having the option of turning off the Q&As and the polls on the user dashboard (laughs) has really helped uh, boost my creativity and take it to another level. I highly recommend giving it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Hello. Oh, wow. There he is. Big TJ. Nice to talk to you. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you for um, for podcasting with me today. You are... <laughs> you, you. This is the first ever episode of How Long Gone where both of us are in the same city and time zone. You know, and still we're so far apart, Jason. You know, separated by mountains and oceans and hills and rivers. And and still we are recording this podcast on FaceTime. That's right. That's right. Because <laughs> because you know, there's it's a dangerous time and a divisive time and until, you know, we're we we're both clear where we stand, I don't think being in the same room would be responsible. That is true. Yeah, until until we get that negative test coming through. Um, but we'll we'll get into that testing. So you you just flew in. I know that you had some some airport <laughs> troubles. I don't look. We I, don't, talking I about maybe not it. troubles, but but you're getting your your sea legs back, your your sky legs back. It was a new experience for an, a Sky Team Elite member like myself. <laughs> um, I I you know I reported to the, to the Atlanta Hartsville Jackson Airport. You know, a couple hours before my flight, mask on. Uh, checked my bag, went into the lounge, and was on my new laptop, just firing away. Um, big day on Twitter. Big day on Twitter yesterday, as you probably know. So it was know, a, then, it was a big day on Twitter for me because I I did a a, a couple tweets did a that, tweet? that I did a <laughs> did couple a tweet? tweets that weren't just me retweeting you posting about this podcast, uh, uh, and it, Jason, it, it felt good. I think that actually, and this is a, an aside, but I think your return to, to, to a greater Twitter usage is imminent and necessary. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm leaving I money on the table. Uh, I wouldn't go that far, but okay. I think that you're, I do think that the, your, your sense of humor is just something that I, I mean, it's the only reason I like you. Um, and I think that people get a little bit of that here, but I think it's different when you have time to workshop the material and really deliver it in a concise way. Yeah, yeah, and and well, one thing that I was noticing about it yesterday was we were, you and me and a couple other people were firing away, you know, our takes in a in a iMessage group chat. The same thing that you know, many people do all the time. But then you know, constantly throwing out you know fifty jokes an hour about the current events going on, whatever it is, 
you know, the new Yeezy song or the new Yeezy shoe or the, you know, whatever it might be. And um, then, you know, if if somebody says something funny and somebody else goes like, hey, that's, that's good enough for a, a Twitter, uh, you, you kind of feel like you're in the writer's room and you're workshopping, you're bouncing things off, and then you have a higher probability of of success on the on the net well i think that that's what i think that if you're smart the you know the 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 close friends group chat is the writer's room of 2020 you know it is um, where you're able to workshop and bat around ideas with a hive mind you know of of, <laughs> of, of, of people with similar interests and tastes and maybe people that are in my case at least in our in what we're talking about people that i would say are smarter than me and everyone is funnier than me except Yayo. So it's 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 a pretty good it's a pretty good you know. And there's no snacks, so you don't get fat. So it's a pretty great situation. It's a pretty great situation. Yeah, I don't have to worry about getting parking validated or anything. <laughs> oh yeah, you know they yeah. they say you know never be the smartest person in the room, or you know I guess that applies to to the funniest as well, which you know it's it's. I, that same rule applies for me in the game of tennis as well. If you're always trying oh. to be learning and growing, um, so um, yeah, it was right. it was a great day on Twitter yesterday, and you were clacking away on your brand new MacBook Air in in yeah, I got, I, in the lounge in the in the lounge. You know, um, obviously the lounges are have changed because of COVID, so they actually suck. And the internet was out for the first hour, but that's besides the point. So anyway, I'm in the zone. I'm in the zone. And, you know, I, I look up, I, I think it's time to head to my gate. Um, you know, I stroll over, I get to the gate, I sit down, there's not really, you know, any people around, but I'm like, you know, maybe it's a, maybe it's a quiet flight since, you know, the world is ending. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> I saunter up to the, to the ticket counter and I'm like, Hey, uh, is this the LA, is the LA flight boarding? And they're like, yeah, bro, it's fucking, we're done. We're about to close the door. I'm like, Oh shit, my bad. So I, I, I pull my phone out. I give them my digital ticket in the Delta app and, <laughs> They're like, Mr. Black, we gave your seat away. You're too late. You know, the flight leaves in 10 minutes. And I realized that because I was in the zone so deeply that I had confused the the mm. boarding time and the the liftoff. Um, and <laughs> oh, so I I've done like, that before. I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, just give me another seat. And they're like, no, nah, brother, ain't no more seats. And I, um, <laughs> I, I slinked away. And sat down and had, you know, a little moment with myself where I had to kind of collect my thoughts and realize that I, I, a veteran traveler, um, had just made a rookie mistake. And it was, Jason, it was humbling. Did you, did you try asking him the, the question, do you know who I am? Because that usually no, works d- for you. I would never say that. Fuck you. And <laughs> I, I am nobody and I would never do that. But, but I do think. And I would like to talk about a little personal growth in this arena mm. because as a, as a younger man, mm-hmm. I would have gotten very upset and had words with the agent about my status on the airline and mm-hmm. what I deserved. Mm-hmm. But instead of that, <laughs> I walked away calmly and was like, you know what? This ain't, this ain't the battle, Chris. What are you going to do? You're gonna ru- this guy's literally risking his life to get you on this plane so you can go out to L.A. and fucking podcast with your buddy. You know, it, it's like we got to we got to think about what's important here. The word so, you know, the word proud doesn't begin to uh, convey what I'm feeling right now for you, Chris. Thank you, Jason. The growth thank you. is it's, palpable. It is. It is. I hope you can taste it. Um, <laughs> so then I go back to the lounge and I again start clacking away on the MacBook Air, and then um, I, I check my Delta application and 
you know, I'm not only confirmed for the, the next flight that goes out in a couple hours, but I've gotten the upgrade. <laughs> so I think And we're that, not we're not talking a business, we're talking a firsty. Yeah, but again, firsty in an old Delta plane is is right, right, not right. even it's equivalent to JetBlue Mint. It, it's not real, it's not Delta One intercontinental laydown, you know, shit. Sure. But it's still better, obviously. So you know, I board the plane, um, and and I made it to LA with with my mask on, and 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 the in general the experience was seemed pretty safe to be honest with you. Like as far as like mm-hmm. the distancing and how they're doing it, how the airlines are handling it, and how I mean, and people were wearing masks. Like I I, I don't think I saw one person without one. Um, and that's and knowing that's knowing that that's the rule, but still people hate rules, you know. <laughs> people really really fucking hate rules. But well, something I did find interesting in the in the airport itself, a lot of lot of um like slogan redneck slogan tees, right? Like like blue lives e type of shirts. Blue def, definitely blue lives e military, but blue lives pro military. All that shit to me is from the same lineage of horseshit. Mm-hmm. Um, but just kind of like like. I'll kill a terrorist kind of vibe. You know what I mean? Which is like, Mm -hmm. which feels to me, you know, from a fashion standpoint, a little dated, (laughs) you know, that's not really the message we're on right now. Well, you know, there wouldn't be the first time that, um, people in the South had some dated fashion. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, So you saw some shirts that said like, you know, we shoot first, ask questions later, or like try and take this flag motherfucker or, um, yes, like a picture yeah, exactly. of an American flag, but it's kind of tattered and and worn. And then there's like mm-hmm. a something that sort of resembles a Punisher mask logo, perhaps. Yes, they have. They have. I mean, look, they have co-opted Punisher, which I'm fine with because all that shit is so lame. So if you want to put a Punisher sticker on your fucking truck, by all means, take take that from us. That's a we that's a franchise that. that you're willing to give up. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's a franchise I'm willing to lose in this time. But you won't. Um, you will not give up. Um, Thor Ragnarok, though, right? That's that's something. That's a hill that you're willing to die on. Like I said, like I've said before <laughs> about cartoons, also superheroes are, it's the dumbest shit out there. I, I don't understand liking that. I really don't. I don't, I, I, you don't like it either though. Uh, no, not really. I mean, I, I think there's a difference between a cartoon and a superhero for sure. And obviously you know that as well. There are good cartoons, but yeah, superhero for me, that's been a, it's been a tough hill for me to climb. Um, to enjoy aside from a couple but you know it's also tough because so many friends of mine intelligent people storytellers directors filmmakers whatever love them and they sort of have the same argument that somebody might have for liking sports a ton um which is sort of just like hey man come on it's just some just some good clean fun you know let me have this type of thing (laughs) Which I which I kind of get, and then and then it's sort of like you know you're being you're just being a crab apple if you really hate you know Marvel movies this much. But I so I like to be a crab apple. I just don't think that is crab me up. Uh, who is it that shit on them? Scorsese was just like I don't we don't need this shit, bro. Or Fran, I think it was maybe it was Francis Ford Coppola. Either way, 
I'm going to, if, if I side with Francis Ford Coppola or Martin Scorsese, that is the right side of history in, in this case. So I feel confident. I think it was, I think it was Marty. I think, well, there you go. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm happy. But anyway, so I made it. We're in LA. Um, life is good, baby. You We're, know, I, I mm-hmm. can't complain. Welcome to Paradis. Um, and then hopefully, you know, hopefully at some point, once once we get all our quarantine sorted and our testing tested, we might even be able to do some How Long Gone in the flesh. Uh, I Yeah, I actually, I sent my uh, test in by mail today, Jason. Oh, um, okay. Using a service my mom tipped me off to. Well, actually, no, I, I found it and we talked. It's called Pixel. Um, Pixel. Yes, which is a great startupy name, so it made me feel comfortable immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, it's a hundred bucks. They send you everything FedEx overnight. You swab both of your nostrils, put it in a secure tube, pack it, and send it back to them FedEx overnight, and then they email you the results. That's great. I mean, it's it sucks because you know there there is free testing out there. I mean, at least in Los Angeles, but because of the recent kind of like heightened scare and and the uh the curve not flattening uh i think it's really hard to get an appointment or a reservation right now i know i well i i I tried that's the whole thing i i I took the link you sent me and then i kept googling and found a couple places and it was all a little bit it was just like not and then they're i think they're closing for the weekend which seems strange to me but uh they got a it's it's a national holiday bro they got a lot to celebrate that's true so but I found the service, and so far it was really is really seamless. I really, I actually really enjoyed it. As we should have like, hit them up before the pod so we can get a promo code, and make a little scratch on the back end. But I think you know for for because I, I posted a a COVID testing selfie thirst trap, um, and <laughs> and the replies were all just like, "What? Like, how did you make a reservation? Blah blah blah. How did you do this? Like, you know, send me. What are the tips? Can I just want you know? Like, people are scrambling yeah. trying to get one. So if you if you're able to afford um, you know, things like the Delta Lounge or $100 for a COVID test, I guess, hit up Pixel. I mean, it was, I, I, we'll, we'll see how it goes, but so far it was really simple and um, felt good. Like it felt, it was like, felt um, like professional, the whole situation. Cause you like, basically you open it and then you register it and tell them what time you swab your nose and then you put it in the mail so they have every, all the information. That is great. Did your, but, you, but you did a cheek swab, right? You didn't have to do the like brain prick. No, I did not do a brain prick. I did. I did a, a cheek swab where, yeah, you just you put the you put the Q-tip in, you run it all over the mouth, the sides, the tongue, the roof of the mouth, and you, you're supposed to do it for 20 seconds, and then you put it inside of a little vial, and then throw uh, your your Ziploc bag into a recycling bin in the Dodger Stadium parking lot. <laughs> I mean, it really the whole experience really felt like some type of new world order like detention center you know roundup type of vibe it was really odd because you're lined up in cars and then it takes like a, a some time right yeah i mean you're, yeah you're you're basically going to you know the the largest piece of open land on, on the east side of la the dodger stadium parking lot which is just a huge place that fits tens of thousands of cars and you know the stadium fits like 55 60,000 people so it's it's gigantic and then it's just filled with lines of 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 pre-i and and teslas just wrapping around it 
for you know some some people were waiting you know over two hours, and that's with that's with the reservation. that's with an appointment, yeah, that's right? Appointment, that's what's yeah. so that's what's so confusing. And I mean, it was just a, it was just kind of an odd an odd thing. And then like, what do you do if you just like you know you don't have a car? Like, what do you do then? Yeah, it's kind of yeah. crazy. No, I, I mean I agree. I mean, look, I think that that it's all very confusing, and and I, I mean I don't know. I'm sure the process will be improved on. Hopefully, I mean I don't really you know it is improving. Uh, trust, yeah. trust the government, but I know there's talk of being able to do like group tests um, and things like that. That, mm. that are that that obviously you know squad uh, goals get, get exactly <laughs> get more people at once, which obviously you know increases the speed of the whole process. Um, Mm-hmm. But look, we'll see. I mean, I, I would have rather done that, honestly, to have the experience and see what that is like, but I was not able. And the other options that I found, um, you know, it was like 250 bucks or something, which I was like, that seems crazy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, well, so, you know, speaking of cars, I also saw on my Instagram stories, you you were sharing a photo of the new Haim album that you were that was being played in a car that resembled a Maserati, and I'm very proud of you that you were able to secure a a luxury sedan for your trip to Los Angeles. And I would just like a little, you know, like a, a vehicular rundown and review of of the the red leather interior carbon fiber dash Mazi. Uh, uh. Hey there, overwhelmed foodies. Are you drowning in a sea of meal kit options, feeling like you're in a bad dating game where every contestant looks the same? Fear not, because amidst the chaos, there's one shining star worth your culinary affection. Home Chef is not just another fish in the meal kit sea. They're the gourmet catch that you've been dreaming of. Say goodbye to swiping left on lackluster meals and swipe right for the one brand that will make your taste buds swoon. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef design recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, I like to chop myself, or quick microwave meals that are assembled in minutes, Home Chef has you and your entire family covered for delicious meals, witty options per week, and serves a variety of dietary needs, so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. I'm keto now. Not only is it convenient, but it is also economical. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. Mamma mia. For a limited time, Home Chef is offering my listeners... Our listeners, 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert faux life at homechef.com slash how long. That's homechef.com slash how long for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash how long must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. How Long Gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh oh, and internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with considerably less shedding thank god take the first step 
to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code HOWLONG, all one word. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. I got Raf on the nut. <laughs> dot com promo code how long? That's neutral dot com promo code how long? How long gone is brought to you by our dear friends at BetterHelp, Jason. BetterHelp, you know, summer travel season is coming up. Luckily, my BetterHelp therapist also fancies themselves a bit of a travel agent. So, for maybe the first half of our sweet sessions, we we're spent off, obviously off clock. Going through, you know, hotels, ferries, car rentals, restaurant recommendations. It's as if I have two wives. I have two wives inside of me. And, uh, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. So, uh, it, it is a fun way to find and connect different therapists. You get one that you really like. You guys are gossiping. You guys are chit chatting. You guys are talking about your personal interests. Next thing you know, it's time to actually do the work. So, it feels good building those uh, mental health relationships with people you actually like. And on BetterHelp, there are so many different therapists to choose from. I don't like anyone. If you're thinking of starting <laughs> therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash how long. Nice. How do these <laughs> ponies feel? How do these ponies feel Honestly, under that bony you, you, ass of yours? You know this. First of all, my ass is bony. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> um, it is not a, a compliment. It is. Well, that, I don't care how you meant it. I'm going to take it how I want to take it. We know. Um, the, the car is a loner that was bestowed upon me by the the fine people at Maserati. Mm-hmm. I'm not not a car guy, um, but I do like nice stuff. Sure. So it it does meet in the middle of I have a beautiful, very fast car for two weeks while I'm here, mm-hmm. and it's going to help me get from point A to point B, <laughs> and that's all you can ask for, Jason. The the red leather interior um, is a lot, and our, our friend of the podcast, Ben Edgar, referred to it as Twizzler, which I think is really really accurate because it's not blood and it's not ox blood, but it's also not tomato. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, but it is a. Um, I just drove it for the first time this morning, um, and it was really something. It, it has that like it has that expensive car like low rumble at all times, mm-hmm. tickling your intestines. You know, on the on the PCH. Yeah, I think I think that's kind of what the Maserati is known for is is really devoting a lot of time to to that the sound of that rumble so you know they can they can really hear you coming i uh but it's i mean look it's very nice and the sound system's really great you actually. get a chance to open uh, it up on mulholland yet i have not opened up on mulholland yet but that does sound like something i would do and probably will and i definitely have to take the pca you know what i mean it's got the it's, we're, we got we can take down orange county and catch covid you know mm-hmm. what i mean if we want um but yeah i mean it, it's 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 very cool and a little nerve wracking because I'm a pretty good driver, but you know, that, that much power might is too much for one man, you know, I get it. Um, you know? well, I can't wait to drive this, this little son of a bitch. 
Yeah, you'll fit in there. But the the red interior is going to be good for your selfies for sure. <laughs> yeah, luckily I'm not I'm not above a selfie like you. We know, we know, Jason. We know. Look, I had to use this. I had to use the self timer this week on the um on the New York Magazine photo for the first time ever to take your own your own press shot for the week. Yeah, because my mom wasn't around to do it. <laughs> there was nobody. There was nobody in the house, and I was like, "Damn, this is really." And people noticed, like, "Damn, is that Chrissy?" Former guest Chrissy was like, "Oh, I see you really working that self timer," and I was like, "Okay, thank you." Um, hey, it takes but, takes one influencer to know one. Thank you, Jason. That's true. I I, I could never compare to her level, but I I do mm-hmm. think that the photo turned out fine. Well, I'm glad that so many of our past guests and listeners are relying on their mommy to take their photo for Instagram, <laughs> not just you. Uh, I bet there's a lot more people out there than we realize, Jason. Yeah. Um, speaking of putting your face on the internet, I, I, uh, I know like maybe a month or so ago you did one of those live IG lives for, for thoughts. Yes. Um, and I'm going to be doing one this weekend. What to talk about? What? <laughs> uh, well, that is that remains to be seen. Um, well, I just wanted to get some tips from you. You know, a, a style star on on how to navigate or what? what I, well, you know, I don't know what people are going to want to ask me, but this it is. This, I wanted to bring it up also just to promote it. If anyone wanted to, bro, me. you're so tall? Question mark. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Should be on Sunday no. afternoon. Just FYI, uh, it will be. Uh, it, they're very. It's very fun. I really like the experience, um, mm. and I think that that uh, no, you just got to go off top. You can't. I mean, I would review the question. Luckily, the questions are public, so you can review them beforehand and at least have a little idea formulated of how what you're going to say. Get something you know? chambered. Okay. Yes, exactly. That's my advice. Mm-hmm. And you thought you did a pretty good job. Um, Is that what you think? I. Th- uh, well, look, Jason, don't put me on the, I don't know if I, I, I leave, I, I leave, I leave the, 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 that decision up to the fan. You know what I mean? That is not up to me. That is up to the participant. But, um, I love that format a lot and I've watched most of them and I really like them. Great. Okay. Um, we, uh, we were talking yesterday a bunch about our friend Kanye who put out a new song. What are our thoughts yeah. on it? I mean, it's not the worst thing he's ever done. Um, he's getting better, but I'm 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 feeling like you know it w- it was a little mid, but I don't know what Kanye has to do now for people to like unanimously enjoy his product. I think that maybe his his Trump allegiance has really made it an uphill battle for him to. He can't just release a song and have everybody just freak the fuck out anymore. People, are I like, actually. Hmm. Yeah, I kind of agree with that, but I also think that if he put out a true banger, that people would be willing to cross party lines. Yep, that's true. And I just don't think he can do it. Or I don't think he's interested in doing it. I'm sorry. I think that he's just, I mean, like the gap thing is going to be interesting, and that's like a pretty crazy move for everybody involved. But like that just, I think that to me proves where his brain is. You know what I mean? I think it's like, He's about to do this full kind of like comeback press, you know, mm. full core press of like music, videos, gap, blah, blah, blah. You mm. know what I mean? I, I, I just think that that's unfortunately the world we live in now where to get attention, you kind of have to do that. But it actually makes all of the products suffer. 
I, th- I I wonder if it, if it's an age thing because Kanye, you know, he's like, what forty something, forty one or forty two or something like that. Damn, that's it. Maybe I mean maybe he's older. I mean, but he's he's in his early forties, and you know, I think hip hop music is is really a young man's or woman's or person's game. It's you know if it is you know the voice of the current generation and the youth and the streets and. And all that stuff, if you are, you know, a middle-aged person, it's kind of like, you know, whatever happened to Jay-Z. Like, nobody's nobody really checks for Jay-Z, and, you know, his audiences are just a bunch of, like, washed bros, and then, like, well, I don't even know it's, what. It's, I mean, hip-hop is definitely very unkind to the aging, mm-hmm. uh, more than maybe any other genre. Um, and I'm sure there's a lot more to unpack there about like why that is and, and why that doesn't apply to like a lot of other genres. But, um, I think Kanye, since so I mean, much of it is rooted in, in like current slang and pop culture yeah. and fashion and all that stuff. And, you know, when, when Jay-Z was rapping about like, it's, it's not cool to freaking buy expensive clothes. You have to like get a 401k and all that stuff. Like nobody... Nobody really wants to hear that unless you're a dork. Uh, that's true. I mean, the thing is, Jay-Z to me is like unlistenable. Um, but <laughs> he is at least, he is at least, I mean now obviously, but yeah. he's at least done, he made an album for his age group, which I respect greatly. Yeah. Because I don't, I think understanding like, okay, like I can fake the funk and try to talk like a 25 year old, or I can talk about the things that are actually authentic to me. Mm-hmm. That is, that is what you should do as an artist. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Is try to be as authentic as possible. So I, I'm into it um, from an idea standpoint, from a sonic standpoint, please keep that shit away from me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just me personally, as somebody who is old know, and washed, old and washed. I mean, you know, I'm not, as old as Kanye, but you know, if I've, I'm in my late thirties and I have spent a lot of my years listening to and, and playing rap music. And like, I just don't, I'm just not really like feeling it the same way I was feeling it when I was, you know, in my teens or twenties, it just, so much of it just sounds dumb to me. And I think I, I get it. I get it. I get it. I agree. But I mean, I think that also like, in the Kanye example too, it's like, um, I like, it seems like such a reach for me to just put Travis Scott on it. You know what I mean? Because he's the most relevant like mm-hmm. person that could get you radio play. You know what I mean? Like you, yep. you could go weirder than that, but it might not be a guarantee, but then the song is still too weird. So mm-hmm. I don't know what the end, I don't know what the end game is for him or if people even, I mean, I don't think people care, especially because I think what people are really interested in from him is the touring and he can't do that right now. Mm-hmm. Um, the most positive Kanye stuff I've heard about in, in the last five years is live performances, whether it was the Yeezus tour where he was on the fucking floating stage or even this dumb gospel shit that people love. Like <laughs> people loved a lot. Like if you can't do that anymore, that is going to severely hurt you when that's the most positive thing you can that, that you can do mm-hmm. press and like publicly, you know, as far as like people talking, fans talking. Mm. It's hard out here, bro. And also, uh, and, and, yes. and and everything is sort of gauged on the is it a is it a banger scale, and now like is we don't really have a use for a banger because there are no there are no clubs. 
Well, that's why. Uh, yes, but I think we. I think bangers still unite people, even when they're not in the club. <laughs> that is true. I have. I have bonded I, over banging. I. You know what I mean? Like I feel like there could be. Maybe there's one on this new post. This this pop smoke album. It's true. You know, I feel like he could give us. I mean, those his two songs that are very good are very good and both bangers. Yeah. Um. Okay. I also saw, speaking of drugs, Johnny Depp's drug dealer, drug dealer text that's a, messages. <laughs> that's actually to his assistant, which his makes assistant, it even better. Sorry. Bro, he's literally living in like a Hunter S. Thompson fantasy world. Like no one talks like that, dude. Yeah, when I was reading that, it really did feel like Hunter Thompson cosplay going on. I mean, it was. That's actually what it was. And that's the scary part. But I, I don't know. I mean, it seems fun to live that way, though, to just live just so absurdly like that. Well, Jason, you can do it, too, if you become a very, very rich actor. I know. I don't think that's going to happen for me, though. I don't think so either. But <laughs> but, and, and I, but like, how old is he? And and, and to be dude, doing he's got to be he's got to be in his 50s, which I, I don't I think the only people that can do cocaine into their 50s are people who have done it consistently since they were in their 20s. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? I think it's I think it's some like if he stops doing drugs, he'll die situation. Mm-hmm. You know, a Keith Richards, a Keith Richards kind yeah, of vibe. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like Johnny Depp sitting in that weird apartment in downtown LA, like doing coke alone, is so depressing. He was he was in a he was in an apartment downtown. I didn't know that. He owns like a crazy apartment, like a famous building downtown. <laughs> and he has for he has like forever. It's like some crazy like famous. You know, I don't really remember the details, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's a very it's a very known thing about him. I'm sure he has multiple properties in the Greater Los Angeles area. <laughs> Not for long. <laughs> and. Uh, and and today, Giz Gizlane got popped finally. Gizlane going to the Federales. Gizlane. Uh, <clears throat> do, do you think Big Gizlane gonna rat, or you think or you think she's gonna six nine, or you think she's gonna keep it real? Rat on on who on whoever is alive, or rat on Epstein post Hamasle. I think I think both. I mean, I I think. If she, writing on people who are alive obviously matters the most. I think everybody understands that Epstein's a monster and did everything we've heard he did. Mm-hmm. But there is something to say about getting like true confirmation for that and also taking down, you know, a wild level of celebrity, you know. Yeah, I mean, I guess if it does it, will you get your sentence shortened if you are ratting out somebody who's already dead? Does it, is that a, a moot point? Uh, or can it still get you a, a, a relaxed sentence? Um, I, it can definitely get you a relaxed sentence. I mean, also, I think that the, the police department is in desperate need of, of any good press, you know? So, (laughs) so being able to take down, you know, former president Bill Clinton is a pretty good look for the, for the police and the FBI and whoever is involved. Um, do you you think they're going to take, they're going to take Clinton down before they take Trump down? Definitely. Or do you think they're not even going to take Trump down at all? I think Trumpito could skate on everything, bro. I don't know. I, I honestly, it's kind of insane to think that, but I feel like Trumpito could skate. It's not insane to think like that. I mean, it's it, it's very plausible. I mean, bro, he's retweeting guys saying white power. Like, that is truly where we're at, you know? <laughs> so, like, like, think about what I just said. The President of the United States retweeted somebody saying white power and then said, oops, I didn't watch the whole video. 
basically. Mm-hmm. Like that's fucking crazy. Like that. So so yeah, maybe maybe he is his ha, can get off from literally anything. Yeah, I mean, you know, even just five years ago, imagining that happening is is an asinine thought, and now it is pretty commonplace. But I mean, I heard, I heard, you know, I read there was a rumor online a couple of days ago that he's he's feeling down and might not run uh, in twenty twenty, <laughs> which which is funny, but also like, of course he's going to fucking run. There's no way, you know what I mean? I don't know. I mean, I think there's a chance if he if he really does think he's going to lose because that's probably the the thing that he's trying to prevent more than anything in the world is a scenario where he potentially loses. I mean, that's a good point, actually. I think losing is the worst. And I think that's why that the, the Tulsa thing was such a blow to him is because he like was publicly embarrassed, which I guess a loss is what is the same for him. Yeah. I mean, do you, do you, are you considering going back to Canada? Are you considering leaving the country? You know, Jason, of course not. I'm, you know, I'm, I mean, I, I, of course will go back to Canada, but I, I do think, especially let's just, you know, shout out to, to Canada day. I know it's a, a holiday fraught with violence to indigenous people, much like mm-hmm. our problematic 4th of July. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, it's, it's still something. Um, and mm-hmm. you know, God bless Feist. <laughs> so, so you're gonna, you're gonna ride America till the wheels fall off. I mean, Jason, this is my home. You know what I mean? I, I, you, you, I, I cannot abandon my home in its time of need. Also, I can't legally go anywhere else. So, so that let's not let's not forget that plays a factor. In, in, in yeah, I mean, just just yesterday, I canceled my a flight that I had for for Spain. You did. You, you pulled the trig. Pulled the trig. Yeah, yeah. They were making me decide. I had I had uh, until July tenth to decide whether or not if I wanted to get be able to get a refund on the on the ticket. That seems and you were going to Spain, correct? Mhm, sir. I mean, I I uh I mean, you probably made the right decision. I, I think I did. I, I I just don't think even if I'm legally able to and allowed to visit, it's just too unpredictable whether or not you know, I'll even be able to enjoy myself on on holiday just with, you know, the tensions and and everything going on. Like it just I, 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 w- I wouldn't even be proud to walk around as an American. I would just be like, Ugh. well, you could you could probably do your Australian accent and get away <laughs> with it for a full 10 days if you wanted to. I mean, I, I I I could pass as a Spanish a Spanish person my uh, in, until I open my mouth. But visually speaking, That's, visually speaking, it's true. I mean, I have Mediterranean I, features. You do, <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I I will probably you know travel to a foreign country as soon as possible. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. at a time when other people wouldn't, and that is I know stupid, but that's just who I am. <laughs> you you i mean why do you think that's stupid because it's irresponsible or uh i don't think it's iris i mean sure in some ways it's irresponsible but i think it's just like anything else you know like when you're buying technology they tell you you know don't buy don't be by the first one by the second one you know mm-hmm, what i mean mm-hmm. don't don't be the first to do anything right, right, uh, right. wait so wait, wait I, until they work the the bugs out yes exactly so i think that i think that they're that that 
kind of thinking can be applied to this as well. Um, you're, you're proud to be the guinea pig. I wouldn't say proud. I would say willing. Uh, feel very drawn to that kind of behavior, which mm-hmm. is probably something that means is probably worse than I can I can imagine in mm-hmm. in some way. But we'll see. Also, you know, man, they might not let us go for a fucking long time. You know. Yeah. Um, and I'm okay with that. All all we need is the internet, right? You know, I thought that, and now that I can't <laughs> go anywhere, I don't. I don't agree with that sentiment quite as much as I as I did. I mean, this this time last year, you probably did a very good bit of traveling, didn't you? I mean, yeah, I was going through my my taxes with my dad, and just yeah, I was literally reminiscing about. I mean, this time last year, I was in the fucking south of France, you know. Mm. And I, that is something, Jason, that I miss. And now you're <laughs> in the south of Studio City. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess Southern California and Southern France, like, you know, small differences. Sure. Um, I, I've been talking to some people about potential revenue streams, you know, DIY food pop-ups and things like that. What uh, If I were to do something like that, what type of business do you think I should, I should form? I'm not gonna. Damn. I'm not gonna bake anything. Thank God. I mean, maybe we could pull up with a how long gone burger stand, you mm. know, and just let it rock. But not. I mean, you know, one burger, vegan, one burger, not like that's the options. Like mm-hmm. cheap and cheerful, get out of here. <laughs> cheap and cheerful, get out of here. But I mean, otherwise, I, I think I, I don't know enough about food preparation. But it seems mm-hmm. like things take a lot more than. I understand. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like doing anything requires like equipment, obviously and like space and blah, blah, yeah, blah. But, but I think I, like, yeah, I'm asking you because you, you know, you don't, so you, you have a clear, a clear mind. You don't have any of those, you know, restrictions clouding, clouding your creative process. Uh, that is true. That is true. Uh, I mean, or maybe like an icy situation, you know, some summertime. Icy. Well, okay, you know, I know maybe what you not mean. icy, but like maybe like a New Orleans style snow cone. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? A snow cone, but, maybe a soft serve swirl of. Well, I, we have to we have to be dairy free, so that's something I'm I'm taking into consideration. Okay, that's fine. You can do that. What what ideas? If you, I mean, don't give away the 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 cow, but what what are the? Have you been batting around some real <sighs> concepts here? I don't know. I mean, some. I was just talking to a friend before this, and they were saying like they have a they have multiple friends in who started like little bakery pop-ups on Instagram, you know, selling things and have been able to find some pretty good success doing that. Um, but yeah, also, I mean, I don't, it's not that sustainable because it's sort of illegal as well. Um, you know, just business wise. Yeah. And then I, feel I mean, I think it needs people who have an actual bakery business and are like, you know, having, you know, paying employees and taxes and, and all that stuff well i could see i mean just then it's i guess it's going to be you setting up a classic lemonade stand in the front yard in glendale and and crossing your fingers you know (laughs) um do you see business in your world changing or picking up at all as time progresses you mean nate you mean nature healing um yeah I think in some regards yes uh i mean i also think people are just kind of like ready to get on with it Mm -hmm. 
every um, I mean everyone's work, been work-wise. everyone's been ready to get on with it, but ain't ain't no it to get on with is the problem. No, no, of course, of course. But I mean, I think that there is at least like, you know, planning for the future where for a little while there, I think it was like, no one was even really talking about that. Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, that's positive. I mean, I think that the attitude, I mean, LA right now is a little weird because they, you know, they they like kind of took a step back yesterday, but that's not necessarily the case in other places. Mm -hmm. So that plays a factor, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's just to me all that stuff changes every single day and it's just such a question mark on what the future of anything is looking like right now well there's no good information i mean that's the problem it's all like Mm -hmm. you know conflicting or or changing so rapidly it's almost impossible to know what is the most accurate and there's no leadership so you know um just Mm -hmm. wear a mask i guess you know that's really it wear wear a mask and try to get this guap you know (laughs) Try to, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm also dreading the day where, where unemployment stops happening. Uh, I think that's soon, right? It's kind of soon, yeah. And then, well, well I mean, the they real, might extend it. I don't know. The real issue, at least in New York City, which I don't know if that's the case here, is the eviction stuff. Um, mm, you know, what's they, going on with they, that? Well, I mean, I'm not, I'm not an expert, but what it seems is they didn't stop rent, but they did stop evictions. Mm-hmm. So now people are just are going to get evicted. <laughs> like, they, you know what I mean? It's just like, it makes no sense. Like you should have, if you, if you do one, you need to do both. Um, so now basically it's as of, as of, I believe July one, you can get evicted now. And so it's going to be, I mean, I've read crazy figures. It's going to be like 50,000 people are evicted, you know? Um, so, so they if, said like, we're going to put evictions on hold and then now time's up. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you can only, I mean, you can only wait so long before your ass needs to start doing something about it. It's just a very confusing, it's a very confusing approach. And also, of course, you know, affects, again, you know, lower income people Mm -hmm. of color, not, not exclusively, but definitely, Mm -hmm. you know, more. Um, So it's just, I mean, I think it just shines a light on more of the systemic stuff we've been talking about, but also it's like, I think eviction, I don't know. I think that kind of stuff like homelessness and eviction are things that are really easy for people to understand mm-hmm. because it's very, whereas with race, it's hard to picture yourself in someone else's shoes. Like mm-hmm. I think being homeless is a, or, or, or being evicted is a very easy thing to process. Like, yeah, not e- like easy to be like, Oh, that could be me. You know what I mean? Or like, I know how this works. It's a very simple process. Like mm-hmm. you don't pay rent for long enough and you are kicked out and you have nowhere to live. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. it's a really dark time to be alive it makes me uh it makes me yearn for for the earlier days i guess but yeah man in 2008 we were fucking popping bro <laughs> but i mean you know the world but the, you know so much of the world back then was also just way worse uh yes so, well i mean it's all everything is always uh, you know i mean it's always going to be bad everything's you know? getting better and getting worse at the same time that's kind of that's kind of how it goes you know <sighs> but i mean you know man we're still here dog we're still here dog so it you know <laughs> thank god we have that podcasting. going for us thank god look what would we do without podcasting i mean this is truly the outlet that we need um i would probably be <laughs> I don't know at Petco. 
greeting that was customers? A rhetor- that, was, that, that was a rhetorical question. I know. Um, I know. But, but th- I, would, I would love to, you know, I think it'd be fun to, to, to work, you know, like with my, with my hands or something, but I'm not able to do that because I don't know how. So <laughs> I know a lot of people have dipped into like, you know, personal projects, you know, of the improvement variety. And I, I am not able, I mean, you, you, you're doing that in some way. Um, Damn right. before the, but I'm saying even before I know you mm. were out there lands, landscaping, like a true green thumb. Yeah. So you're, uh, you're you know, not, I've, you're not such a handy gal. No, no, she's not. But I am, um, you know, I'm pushing myself physically, so maybe that counts for something. Yeah, have you have you worked with your trainer in L.A. yet? No, we start tomorrow in a public park to be named. Um, <laughs> so I'm very, I'm very excited. His name is Hunter, and he's from Nashville. So I feel like him and I are really going to get on. <laughs> and he's, you know, you know, he came recommended from former guest and friend of the show Ryan O'Connell. So, oh. Hunter, I'm, that makes it extra special. I Hunter's going like, to put, put you through it. I think he is going to put me through it because yeah. Ryan. I think I think Ryan was like, "Oh yeah, Chris is really in shape. He can totally handle it," which is obviously not what you tell a trainer. No, no, no. They're gonna they're gonna test you. Exactly. And yeah, I mean, I I have not been able to do my prison workout in in one month now. Damn, bro! Just, Why? Just because your shit's all fucked up in the cribbo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My the the workout area has now become a ground zero for construction. There's just essential workers. <laughs> I see. There are, yeah, essential. I've 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 uh, given the space up to my essential workers. But yeah, I mean, there's just there's just dust and wood and saws and tile and shit everywhere. So it's it's not a it's not a kettle zone for me, unfortunately. It's, well, I it's, mean, it's been it's been really weird. Not, I mean, could you imagine not working out for one month? I wouldn't do it. I would take the kettlebell to the park like a real man. I don't know what you're doing. Like excuses, excuses. Yeah, I thought about that. Maybe I should just do that. Fuck it. But, I literally took but a I was kettlebell sort of in, a, in a rental car with me. <laughs> okay, like I'm not saying that's the extreme you need to go to, but I'm saying that's where I'm at. So mm-hmm. just maybe base it off, base it off of that, and see how far you're willing to go. I've been I've been trying to look at it like you know some type of forced cleanse or vacation from from extreme fitness, where like this might be the last lar- like the longest last break. You know, unless I'm sent to jail for some reason this is this is gonna be the longest i'm gonna go without working out and i'm trying to maybe you know just enjoy it and make the best of it and then really build that build that up so i'll be motivated to then work out very well for the rest of my life until i die you know wow i love that you think one month's gonna keep you motivated literally until you die i think it could Okay, go off. I mean, <laughs> may, maybe look, anything is possible. You know, I, I, I don't disagree, but I do think that, um, you know, I just don't want to see any weight gain. So you need to get back to it, bro. Yeah, that that hasn't happened because I'm still not eating meals. But <laughs> but I you're I'm biking. Not, you're hitting. You're hitting the streets. I'm, I'm doing cardio only. I'm doing. I'm doing thirty mile rides. I rode inside of the river. Um, this week, not on the not on the river path, but inside the actual LA River, like you would see in an '80s movie, and it was disgusting. The LA River, like they tried, but they just failed. Correct? They tried to make it like a, a nice thing that people can enjoy. Yeah, they they did. In some areas, it is pretty nice, but it's still like 
you know, radioactive sewage cruising around. I thought that's what Glendale was like too, but I guess I have to look at it differently. You do have to look at it differently. Ah. Try on the well, all new Glendale, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> How does that fit, loser? Uh, is the um, it, but but they opened like restaurants and stuff on the LA River that would incur- that are good and like people would be encouraged to go there, but it just doesn't really work. Yeah, well, like people people outside of los angeles when they hear la river they think it is an actual river like they might have in, yes in you know the failing, nice failing chicago or something like that <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, but it's it's they literally it's, 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 a, it's like a storm and sewage drain is what it is like it it's there so if like a flood happens from a crazy rainstorm all the houses won't be you know swept away in the rapids and then also you know sewage goes in there too and then i guess drains to the ocean so it is a nasty Uh, fucking place that doesn't that doesn't sound good but people but there are parts of it um where people like will ride boats in there and like go kayaking and fly fishing and all that shit which that's i I mean i've I've seen that kind of behavior before, and it seems insane, but I guess, you know, desperate times. Yeah. I also ate shit riding my bike in the river last week. And oh, you did? I did. Well, I, I ate shit walking my bike on the river to avoid a biking accident. Damn, bro. You should not have admitted that. That is whack as fuck. I know. It, you, I, it was your goofy. Your goofy ass took a tumble. Did you have your helmet on, too? Of course I have my helmet on. I did have a helmet, but there was like there was a part in the path that was blocked off for construction. You have to walk kind of into the the sloping river, um, and it's something that I've done like ten times before. But this time, the there was a bunch of like construction gravel and shit, and then my shoes just slipped and just did a full full face plant, and my my whole leg was just covered in blood. It was it was pretty bad. Last and, week? Yeah, last week. Um and then is there I, a scar? There will be, yeah. But I had to. Damn, it, it, it was kind of interesting. I mean, I'm I'm fine. It's no big deal. I got one. I got some of those clear tattoo patches things like that. You got you remember those? Yeah, those are amazing. They really work. Yeah, I mean, I stuck those it, on, and the healing was really, really sped up. If you, if you, it's kind of. It's crazy that those, I, I feel like they've always existed and then I, we just didn't know about them. Yeah, Tattoo Hive discovered it and, and now it's, it's really hitting, but it, it was kind of, um, it was weird hurting yourself in public in, in a quarantine because I, I literally, I was, I was like an hour and a half away from my house on a, on a bicycle and I just I all I had to, all I could do was just ride home because did you just thug it did you just thug it out solo dolo I thugged it out solo dolo but like you know that's I, I was TJ like, that's the how that's the how long gone spirit is what we're calling that that's big TJ right there you're goddamn fucking right bro that's it, big it, TJ right there it's my equivalent of shitting yourself on a marathon and pushing through is, is that kind of yes. energy going on but like yes. I was I was riding and then I was like oh here's a Starbucks I'll just go in there and like clean my clean all the blood off in in the bathroom but like you know no there's no public bathrooms like there's shit so i had to like beg them to give me like two napkins to try and clean the blood off me but it was it was it's 
it just we're living in a in just a, a whole different world where nothing nothing is the same anymore. Uh, damn, Drake voice. <laughs> but yeah, don't worry, I'm fine now. Okay, well, I, I feel like I would have known if you were actually injured because we, you know, contrary to popular belief, we do talk to each other when we're not podcasting. That's right. Which is, I, I wonder if other podcast hosts, it's strictly business. They probably don't talk as much as we do. Which... And that's why, that's why you can, that's why we have these loyal listeners because they can feel our relationship growing and evolving just like their relationship with the show. That is true. And, and they could maybe find parallel similarities with their, with their friend groups as well or family groups. Yes. That's also a good point. That's also a good point. But yeah, I wonder if like the, I wonder if, you know, PJ and his homeboy from reply all are, you know, getting a slice on the weekend. No, I, I mean the, the energy that I get from most podcasts is that like, the people involved just just hate each other at this point, or at least Damn, that's like kind a, of it's what, like a band. It's like a band, but way less cool and way less money. Yeah, keeping it keeping it together for the check, but but the check is only like however many Casper mattresses you can you can push. But yeah, I think I I'd like, to, or at least I'd like to think that they all hate each other. I mean, that is a, a parallel. I mean, there are parallels between uncool podcasting and very cool being in a band, you know? <laughs> um, and I think one of those things is like you, you deal with each other so much that there could be some um, hatred of brewing. Uh, but mm-hmm. usually I feel like that stems with bands from touring and having to spend so much time in close quarters, you know? Yeah, that, and then I think kind of creative differences as well. And I don't know if there are too many creative differences in the podcast world. It's uh, aside from like deciding what advertisers to work with or not to work with. Like, oh man, I can't. I'm not going to do fucking stamps.com, bro. We're better than that. Can you imagine being better than stamps.com? <laughs> like, yeah, how that's, you we're not- never going to have that problem because if if there's an advertiser that wishes to work with us, the answer is just yes. <laughs> The answer is we're busting it open for a low price. You know what I'm saying? It's, it, it ain't like, no, but I mean, thinking, yeah, thinking about having a conversation where you're like, one person does not stand with stamps.com, which is truly the most democratic advertiser I can think of. <laughs> no, but there are things, there are brands that you would not, you would not advertise for, or maybe. Yes, there, no, there are brands that I would not do. There are none that you would not do. And that would be the argument. That's a good point. And I think maybe because I feel like there would be a way that, I mean, I, I love a challenge as a creative and there might be <laughs> a, <laughs> there might, there's always, you know, like I, I always admire podcasts or podcast hosts who are able to, you know, make, make something out of a, a bad situation, i.e. a terrible brand or, or sponsor or advertiser and, you know, put your own interesting spin on it to where it's entertaining. It gets the job done. The brand is happy. And then your listeners are sort of in on the joke that you were kind of quietly making fun of the brand the whole time. That's a skill that is really hard. I do think that is cool to be able to do. And I think that that is interesting, especially if you can do it in a way that your fans get. Mm-hmm. Um, but and I think the god tier level is when you're able to do it, where the brand kind of knows that you are making fun of them, and they're okay with it because they're 
they're such a fan or they're impressed by your your skill and ability to do it? I would say that our, our Bill Burr is the king. Um, I actually don't ever listen to his podcast, so I don't know. But he's, he's I mean, I used to a lot, but he I mean, every ad is literally him just shitting on it. Right, right, right. And then and then brands will they'll be delighted to hear how he shits on them. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it that is the most authentic way to advertise on a podcast is to is to say. But I wonder hey, if that, run, that, run does, does that translate into into sales though, or is it just like I mean, a marketing expense of like I know I'm going to give Bill Burr ten grand to talk about our like watch company. I know he's going to hate it. It's going to be stupid. He's going to make it sound bad. But pff, I'm just a fan, man. It's going to be awesome. Well, I. I think with a podcast of that size, it's like Bill Bird talking about ZipRecruiter.com <laughs> is like it, ZipRecruiter is a service that if you need it, you use it. If you don't, you don't. There's mm-hmm. no taste involved. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when he he was doing the ads for Club W, which was a, a wine <laughs> wine thing, and he would say it in, in George W. Bush voice. Right, that is right, fucking right. funny as fuck. But like, yeah, if you want a wine club, you're going to it doesn't really matter. It's like not taste based in a weird way. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I really hope this whole wave of podcast advertising never goes away because it is it is a little too good to be true for a lot of people, and a lot of people are able to make a pretty damn good amount of money from it. And I hope the bubble doesn't pop. Uh, I agree. It's also like I like to hear that. I like listening to ads. Like I don't skip them. I think it's interesting to hear how people do it. But I mean, I guess we're into that. Yeah, um, I, I, I. That's another thing is if if you're a host that is able to do an ad read where you don't skip it, that's that's huge, and that's also true. very rare. That's maybe, true. Maybe that's something that we can work on. Uh, I'm ready for the challenge, Jason. <laughs> um, when are we going to play tennis, Chris? Bitch, it's on site. I played last night. Officer of the plane, two hour session. With no rep, bro, I was 10.30 when I got on the court for me. EST. All right. Maybe we can play tomorrow. Uh, I have the trainer tomorrow um, and then a call, but we can discuss times. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would play. I'm playing on Sunday. So, yeah, I can play. I can play tomorrow. All right. This needs to be documented, I believe. At the court at your house in the yard or a different? Are we going to go a different one? <laughs> well, I don't think we're going to play at the house. God, could you imagine if I had a tennis court at my house? Jesus Christ. Uh, I could, and would you would rather cool. have a pool? Would you rather rather have a pool or a tennis court in the yard? Oh, p- pool for sure. Really? I mean, pool is just m- more fun for everybody. It's true, but then people are always coming over. Uh, Jason, you and I are both social animals who would love to host. You're a great host, Jason. Thanks, man. Um. Well, all right, Chris. We did it, baby. We did it. Thank you guys for listening. We hope you have a terrible 4th of July. Fuck fuck America. Fuck 4th of July. Um, mm-hmm. Fuck Beyond Meat. <laughs> fuck Beyond Meat. <laughs> I'm getting Chris to eat some real ribs this weekend. He's just going to take a little bite. It's no biggie. That's not true, but I mean, at this point, does it even matter? Who cares, you know? That's like, the whatever. spirit. I mean, I've, yeah. I've, got, I've got you to eat beef before. Let's see if I can do pork. I forgot about that. What a moment that was. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, great. Great talking to you, buddy. 
great talking to you as well. I will see you shortly. I'm about to literally go ride my bike over to your house and hopefully smoke a cig with you. Cig blasters. Let's go, baby. All right. Follow me on Instagram at them jeans. If you want to look at pics of me smoking a cig with Chris and make sure to give <laughs> us a, uh, a nice rating review on Apple Podcasts that really helps us out with something. Maybe, maybe it doesn't. Follow Chris at Done to Death. Present projects, all of it. Uh, wow, you really mucked that up. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>